Howdy y'all, welcome back to the Kentuckian. I wanted to bring you what's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode this week. I'm preparing for the new year, looking ahead and being ready for what's to come. The new year is often viewed for obvious reasons as a time of new beginnings. And while waiting for the new year to start to make yourself better or to start making yourself better is uh, somewhat foolish, the natural thought that we put into our lives when it comes to this time of year is a good opportunity to realize our successes and our shortcomings and to work to make this year better than the last, to make those plans to get ready. Um, I'm excited to talk about this. I don't know how long this episode will be. You may have noticed that the last few episodes have been getting shorter. I'm trying to keep these episodes a little shorter than I did at the podcast. I'm shooting for about the 20-minute range, but again, I'm still getting used to a lot. One thing that you all probably don't realize or may not realize is that I am trying to record multiple videos at one time. So even though you may be seeing this episode in the end of December or closer to the end of December, it's actually being recorded in November. So that's one of those things. We'll see how it goes. There may be some updates and stuff like that. I, I certainly don't, I don't plan on just recording once a month and that's all I'm doing. There's other things I have planned and I can update as needed. Uh, but that is something that you all probably are not privy to, although maybe some of you with experience could guess it. Um, so there's just little things, even as I'm uh, as I'm recording and looking back at my other recordings, things I'm like, I'm not sure I like how this is going. I don't know that I like how this looks. This chair that I'm sitting in, it is not functioning quite right, so I feel like I'm lower than I need to be. There's weird stuff like that, uh, but there's a lot going on um, at the time of recording, not the time of publishing. I'm trying to figure some stuff out with my office space and, and maybe even finding a house and stuff like that. So there's a lot of things up in the air, and that is affecting a lot of this. I hope that, again, I hope that you bear with me. I, I am really, I'm, I'm excited. I'm motivated. I'm really enjoying this, and uh, I'm hoping that it's going to be really good for the Kentuckian, and, of course, that it's going to be really good for you all. Getting back to the new year, there are many things that we're reminded of during the new year. We're reminded of what we've accomplished. Uh, we're reminded of what we've yet to accomplish. We remember our failed attempts to improve ourselves and hopefully, at least in some small ways, our successful attempts to improve ourselves. We don't, you know, as long as we're making a little progress, right? And we're perhaps reminded of the way that we picture ourselves. Maybe that's our physical body. Maybe we want to lose some weight. Maybe we want to tone up a little bit. Uh, maybe we want to work on our personality a little bit. Maybe we, uh, we want to be a little less abrasive or a little friendlier, those sorts of things. And we, we're more mindful of that at this time of year. Uh, maybe it's our clothing style. Maybe we're like, man, I'm kind of, I've got kind of an outdated style. I'm, I need to pick up some new clothes. I want to, I want to look good. I want to be confident, whatever the case might be. Um, there's a lot of things that we consider of that nature around this time of year. And we are, and I would say that this is far more important than the other things, we are reminded during this time of year of our own mortality. We're reminded of the constant ticking of the clock. We're reminded that our lives here on earth will one day end, sooner than we expect in most cases, because we really don't know when death may come for us. And we're reminded that we have to consider the question, what will we have to show for our lives? Will our lives have been worth it? Will our lives have been well spent? And that is something that we think about either directly or indirectly during this time of year. And it's something we need to think about too. Now, I cannot answer that question for you, though I can point you in the right directions. But during this time of year, there's generally a feeling of a clean slate, and that's wonderful. 
Here's another year for us to do something worthwhile. Here's another year for us to fix the mistakes from last year, to do better, to experience things that you've never experienced before, to help someone in their walk through life's troubled years, to make ourselves better, to be better people, stronger people, more charismatic, more moral, more studious, whatever the case might be. It's it, We do think of it as a clean slate. And, and it makes sense with the way that we mark time as humans. And that's wonderful. We should take advantages of these opportunities when it comes to trying to improve ourselves as people. If there's some way, some time of year that will help us be more conscious, be more mindful, and be more ready to do something, then let's take advantage of it. We have an opportunity. We've been blessed with the start of another year. Maybe we're blessed with another year. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we have today. And so that's something that we should consider and somewhere that we can make a lot of progress, help ourselves and help our fellow man. What I, I guess what, where I wanted to focus, at least a significant portion of the time on this episode, is what are some good things to consider looking into, consider doing, consider working at, planning, as we go into 2023 Anno Domini? What can you do to make your life worthwhile? What can you do to give you the peace of knowing that you've accomplished something worth doing, that you didn't waste the precious seconds, the precious minutes, the precious hours and the precious years that you've been blessed with, what are some things that you can buckle down and do of import, of significance? Not wasting time, not just chasing pleasure, but doing something real, doing something worthy. Well, first and foremost, and perhaps you might could see this coming, work on your spiritual life. This is the end-all, be-all of meaning, of purpose, of doing something worthwhile with your time. This question, your spiritual life, what is your relationship with God, this is the question that gives any meaning to any of the other things that you consider, any of the other questions of life, any of the other activities or, or causes or purposes you could go to. The question of what is my relationship to my almighty creator is the only one that matters in the long run, the only one that gives meaning to the others. It is it is the superior question. It is above all the others. It doesn't mean the others are insignificant, but that's the most significant. That's the most important far and away. If we don't have God, we don't have anything. We have nothing if we don't have God. And if we have God, we have everything. You want to do something worthwhile while also making yourself a better person? Find God or strengthen your relationship with him. Study your Bible regularly. Pray regularly. Make sure you're getting to church. But always make sure that you're honestly looking for the truth and God's will. Not what you want the truth to be. Not what you want God's will to be. You want to know what God wants you to do. Not what you want to do. You don't want your own opinion. You want God's will. You, want, you always need to look to serve God. Not to serve yourself through God. That is the number one most important thing that you could go after, the most important thing you could work on. And for all of these, and, and you, maybe I would say this one especially, never take this as, well, you just have it down, Ryan. You've got it all figured out. I am not saying that. I need to work on this more. I need to improve more. But so do you. <laughs> We're all in that same boat, right? There's always improvement to make. There's things that I, I have messed up where I have, I have not put as much priority into them as I need to. And I've worked on that. Nobody's perfect, but you need to work. You need to try. You need to be motivated to serve your God. And he will be there for you. 
and it will give the ultimate purpose, the ultimate meaning to your life. It will be the ultimate use of your time. Another thing that you could consider is working on your physical self. You work to exercise a little more. You know, maybe you're like, I'm going to get to the gym more. Um, you're, maybe you're going to be more careful about your diet. You're like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to eat as many processed, artificial foods. I'm going to try and eat some more natural foods. You know, that sort of thing, right? Whatever. Maybe you're, maybe you're have a specific goal with your diet, and you're like, I need to, I need to bump up this nutrient, or, or I need to, to, to give my body the resources to produce a certain chemical. And, and, you know, I'm eating things that are reducing that chemical and, and I need it to stay healthy, whatever, that sort of thing, right? There's all sorts of motivations you could have, but in general, to, to work on your physical self, to make yourself healthier, stronger, sharper mind, whatever the case might be. But don't just eat a couple extra salads and wraps in the month of January and, you get, a mem and get a membership that you use three times and that's all you do. Because let's be honest, that's what a lot of people do. I used to work at Chick-fil-A. And kind of a funny thing, business always slowed down around January, uh, in the beginning of the year. Uh, not as we weren't we weren't selling as much, and we were selling a lot more wraps. We were selling more salads, but you know, about the last few days of January and getting into February, we started pretty quickly going back to what we normally sold, which was our fried chicken sandwiches and our grilled nuggets and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it is a it is a running joke, but it, it is, let's be frank, it's pretty true too. There's a reason that it's a running joke or a stereotype. And it was a, it was kind of funny anyway, ironic to see that where you're you're working with food all the time and you kind of see what people are buying and how that changes as January comes to a close. Uh, kind of a humorous story there. But all that to say you need to pick something attainable. A lot of people make lofty New Year's resolutions for any goal, right? Uh, for whether it's spiritual or working on physical self or some of the other things that we'll talk about. Again, they, they're like, man, I'm going to exercise every day this week or every day this year. I'm going to exercise every week this year. Or, you know, I'm going to I'm going to eat, you know, 10% more salads. Obviously, people aren't using the percentages. But, you know, I'm going to eat more salads. I'm not going to, you know, drink so many sodas or whatever, right? So many soft drinks. But it's not really realistic. Don't just do something because it's a fad. Pick something that you can stick with. That's one of those things where it's, it's an issue because, well, there's a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is we are such an undisciplined culture, and I'm affected by this as much as anybody, more than some people. We're such an undisciplined culture that we make these, these like, well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be disciplined, and I'm, I'm going to get it done. But the problem is we don't really do that with anything. So we pick a goal that we, we, we don't have the skill set to actually achieve. We have to build up to it. And that's what I want you all to consider. If I were to give you one piece of advice for the new year, looking to the new year and trying to make yourself better, pick something attainable. Don't worry about if it seems small. It may be. But what you're doing is you're setting a foundation. And with that foundation, you'll be able to get to those goals. You'll be able to do the things that you always said you were going to do but never had the discipline to carry out. Rome wasn't built in a day. And if you're looking for healthy habits, whether it's health, spiritual health, physical health, mental health, healthy habits won't be built in a day either. I would also say that Rome also wasn't built with the ever-changing advice of the so-called health experts. Um, take that as you will. <laughs> if you know me personally, you know I have um, very strong opinions on the nature of the, uh, the health industry, especially when it comes to foods and what foods you should or shouldn't eat. Um, like I said, Rome wasn't built with uh, their ever-changing health experts 
Just saying. <laughs> um, but seriously, though, it takes time. Pick something you can realistically do and you can build from there. And maybe going along with the joke that I made, um, also be careful about your sources for some of the information, too. The other thing, the other, the other big thing that I, I would suggest is a course of action or, or a direction you can take in trying to better yourself in the next year, trying to, be, to, to have a worthwhile use of your time, to be productive, to be doing something that you can lay down in bed at night and say, I, I'm, I'm doing something meaningful. Um, I, I think, I believe firmly that working on your mind is one of the best things you can do. Aside from the spiritual thing, I think right next to it, Right under the spiritual, the, the keeping your spiritual side prioritized is sharpening your mind, working on your mind. I think it's more important even than your physical health. And one of the reasons for that is if you do sharpen your mind correctly, if you do work and exercise and build your mind correctly, what you're going to do is lay a foundation to be able to work on the physical things, even the spiritual things. Now, the spirit, spiritual and physical are much more, they work off of each other. Um, but even then, that, that sharpening your mind, working on your mind, making yourself stronger mentally will help you in your spiritual journey as well. And of course, that is the most important thing. Now, this is something that not only is just naturally important, it's something that in America at least, I think really in, in most of the Western world, we need a lot of. I, everybody around, at least around here, and I don't mean in Kentucky, I mean in America in the West, everybody... Most people in the West are a little weaker in the head than they should be, and myself included. There's, there's things that I absolutely need to work on and I'm trying to work on even now, um, but for some people, that being weaker in the head is a little more obvious than others. <laughs> a joke, a joke. Um, although you probably have somebody in mind, just saying. <laughs> anyway, seriously though, um, making some effort to improve your mind will make a huge difference. It really will. And as I mentioned a moment ago, it'll help you in your other improvement attempts. It will help you be better improving yourself physically. It will help you in, in, in making yourself stronger spiritually and what other, whatever other things you may need to work on. It'll help you be more organized in your home. It'll help you clean up. It'll help you, uh, you know, take your pick, paint a picture, whatever the case might be, although I guess that really falls into sharpening your mind. And it's kind of a two-edged sword, okay? Not only does it make you more effective— when you're doing those things because you're smarter, you're making yourself smarter, you can, you can understand spiritual things quicker in some cases. You're going to be able to understand, make better connections. You're going to know the, the better ways to exercise, you know, all that stuff. The better way, the, you're going to be smarter about what you eat, making your own decisions. Um, it'll make you more effective when you sharpen your mind, but it'll also make those goals, those other goals that aren't directly mental, more achievable. Um, because you're building a foundation. Your mind's where it all comes from, right? Your ability to understand, your ability to comprehend, your discipline, your org mental organization, all that happens in the mind. And if you work to improve your mind, then you are making yourself more effective, but you're also making, making those goals more achievable. And that's a very important thing. And as I mentioned with the physical health, and this goes the same for the spiritual side as well, right? If you want to read the Bible, maybe you, maybe you only read one scripture a day. Um, same with the mental side. If you are going to improve yourself mentally, pick something you can keep up with. Pick something attainable. Set a goal that you can actually achieve and build that consistency. 
Maybe you set a goal to read a certain number of books during the year. Now, don't set an outrageous goal, especially if you don't read a lot already. Maybe you pick a specific book or two. Maybe it's something that's a harder read or it's a longer read. You're like, man, I'm really going to dig into this book and I'm going to read it. It may take me half the year, but I'm going to you know, glean everything I can from this piece of literature. But again, don't overdo it. Don't say, well, I'm going to read 200 books in a year. It's probably not realistic. If you can do it, fantastic. That's amazing. But realistically, it's probably not practical. Again, especially if you haven't made a habit of do, pushing yourself to those levels of goals, those, those magnitude of goals, right? Maybe you, maybe you set a goal to read a certain number of pages in a book a day. Maybe you're not even that specific about the book or the number of books. You just want to read, say, I'm going to read. Howdy, listeners. I'm coming to you while editing. I wanted to explain briefly what is going on. Ironically, the, I had to record it at least one more time because even while recording this, this problem reared its head. There are some issues that I've run into that I believe are hardware issues, but regardless, um, where it is messing with the recording, giving sort of a glitch, stutter effect, and I'm taking steps to fix that. As I said at the beginning of this episode, these were actually all recorded at one time, and sometimes it's difficult to even see if there has been such a problem while recording. I didn't know about the problem in this episode until I was editing here in December. I hope you'll forgive me for this as I try and figure these things out, and let's get back to the episode. We're picking up roughly around the area where I am using the example of someone making the goal to, say, read the Bible through twice in a year. You know, you get like, you get to Exodus, or, or worse, you get to Numbers, and you get stuck in the genealogies and the the countings and everything, and now your 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 eyes are glazing over, and then you just stop reading for the rest of the year. Well, if you pick, I'm gonna re- if you're reading a verse every day, well, that's better because you're sticking with it. You're laying a foundation to build on. It's the same thing with reading, and there's other things you can do to sharpen your mind. We'll talk about in a moment, but reading is is just one of the absolute best things you could possibly do to improve yourself across the board. Read. If there is any hobby that you pick up, anything you spend your time doing, aside from the obvious when it comes to spiritual things, read. Read, read, read. You will not regret it. I, I used to read, when I was younger, I read all the time. I read so many books. It, it affected me so much in so many positive ways. It opened my mind. It, it, it just makes you smarter, just frankly. If you are reading any kind of half-decent literature, you will come away smarter and better from it. Reading is something that we need, everybody in this country needs to do more. I need to do more. I'm getting back into the habit of it. I've kind of been off and on for years, but I'm starting to stick with it more, reading more valuable books and, and really trying to discipline myself and enjoying it a lot, too. But read. If there was one thing that I said to do, read your Bible and read other books. Read, read, read. Another thing you could do, and something that I've started to do a little bit, um, I need to do more, honestly, but uh, make an effort once every week or maybe even once every day, if you think you can do it, to think. Now, you will probably find, you may hear people talking about New Year's resolutions and things you can do to make yourself better and, and other areas. Um, where you may have heard the idea of meditation. And that's kind of what this is. Now, I don't really like the term meditate. It's not wrong. It has kind of a weird connotation, I believe. Um, but it, it is accurate. Um, call it whatever you want. 
There are definite benefits to taking even just 10 minutes silencing your phone, turning off the distractions, turning off the TV, whatever else you've got going, uh, getting to where you're by yourself, you don't have people talking to you or that sort of thing, and just thinking. And you're not, you're not thinking about anything specific. You're just kind of letting the thoughts flow. Your brain is actually able to do some pretty impressive stuff when you do this. There's, there's, I don't understand all of it. I've heard some of it before, but, but it really helps your brain function better when you take a moment to kind of just let it go and not always be you know, some kind of distraction, always doing something, always having something to, to kind of, of muddy the waters, if you will. That's a great thing to do if you can do that again. Do it once a week, every day, whatever. Um, but uh, it, it'll help with your creativeness. Creativity. Creativeness is not a word. Um, it'll help with your creativity. It'll help with clarity and some different stuff like that. And probably things that I'm not mentioning as well that I don't even know. Um, but it is very good. It, it helps me kind of focus um, and kind of get re-motivated. Fantastic thing to do if you can, again, do it. Take the time. It's not much. If you do it once a week, it's not very much. It's 10 minutes a week. Pick a day maybe that you always do it on. And again, do something you can stick with. Don't say, I'm going to meditate for 30 minutes every day because let's be frank, most people aren't going to actually do that right off the bat. Maybe down the road you will, but again, you want to do something attainable so then you can build off of it. You're laying a foundation of discipline and consistency that will enable you to do a lot. You thinking about things to do? Do a game of Sudoku every week. I probably said that wrong. Make fun of me if you want. Um, do Sudoku. Sudoku. Now I'm kind of throwing Sudoku. I guess Sudoku. Um, I used to play Sudoku some. Play it. Play a game of Sudoku. Something to improve your mind. That's not much. That's kind of fun if you like that. So if you like those sort of puzzle games, just do something to start. Remember, you're just starting this process. Picking something small isn't because you're underachieving. It's because you're shooting for the long term. You're saying, I am developing a foundation to start improving myself. And it may not be much now, but I am doing it. I'm going to stick with it. And down the road, if you stick with it, if you discipline yourself, if you start attainable, you keep things attainable, but you do push yourself as you go sometimes. You don't just stay content with that. You do it with the thought, I am working to improve myself long term, and I'm picking something attainable so I can build the consistency, I can build the habits, I can build the, the discipline that I need to do the more impressive things, to do the more involved uh, improvements on myself. If you do that, if you really put in the effort and accomplish that, even little things, you will eventually find yourself doing things that you would have never thought was possible for you to even dream of. Believe in yourself. Be realistic, but believe in yourself and what you can do if you'll put in the work. And you'll put in the work smart. You won't just say, I'm going to do something crazy and then not do it. You are being strategic and intentional with how you are doing these things. It will make you better. It has helped me. And I still have a long way to go. Don't, now again, I'm not saying I'm perfect on any of this. But, for example, with the Kentuckian, staying with it, being consistent, even when I didn't want to. Even, man, I'd rather do something else this Saturday. Man, I just don't want to. I can't think any ideas right now. Why do I want to stay? I stuck with it. I wasn't perfect, but I was a very consistent overall. I'm still sticking with it. And I'm telling you, it has gotten improved me in ways that I don't even understand sometimes. 
It has got me motivated. It's got me doing other things that I need to be doing. It has made me into a better person. And it's not just because, you know, I'm, I'm, the topics are things that are good to study, because they are for anybody, um, but also, and, I, and perhaps more so, the consistency, the discipline that goes into it makes a world of difference. Again, I'm not saying I'm there, but I am way different when on these sorts of things, on this kind of discipline and consistency, than I was two years ago. Maybe some other things consider start learning a new instrument, or maybe if you've played before, start practicing again. Again, 10, 15 minutes a day, just just knock the rust off, get out there, and and, and just do something. And music is amazing for your brain, by the way. Performing music is. Um, so you know, start doing that again. There's the discipline, the improvements to your brain directly. And that consistency that's going to pay off in the long run. Don't forget that. Maybe you pick up a, a new, and I would throw in the caveat, useful hobby or skill. Maybe there's something you've wanted to learn, a craft or, or a specific art. Maybe you like painting. Start painting. Um, start working on it. Maybe you like drawing. Start drawing. Maybe, maybe you like carving or maybe you like woodworking or metalworking or whatever. Pick something like that and start working on it. Something that's useful. Don't just like... And I don't want to say video games aren't useful at all. I enjoy a good video game. Uh, but uh, your time, especially when you're trying to improve yourself, is probably going to be better spent on, on a more valuable skill. Woodcraft, I mean, survival craft, right? There's also shooting, whatever. There's all sorts of different stuff that you could do. Maybe you start learning the basics of a new language. You don't have to try and be fluent. You know, do something consistent, right? Maybe you just learn to read a new language, French or Spanish or German or whatever. That's that's great. And again, don't worry about slow progress. Worry about consistency. That's the key, right? Consistency is key. You know, it's it's crazy when you think about the kind of stuff that we're talking about. You're thinking about improving yourself and, and learning new things and do, trying to learn valuable skills and do something worthwhile and and, and just, uh, again, improving your mind especially, but really any of it, you know, the spiritual side, the, the, the physical side, and anything else you would think of. It is crazy because we have access to more information and more knowledge than we can even comprehend. And yet most of us waste it. And oftentimes we waste it not because we want to just waste and be useless or, or do things that aren't all that useful, a lot of times we sell ourselves short in believing that we even have the ability to do something like that, to achieve a new skill, to learn a new language. Well, that's too hard. I couldn't do that. Yeah, you can. I believe in you. I know that you can. And there's a societal element to this, this you can't do it attitude, but we can't afford to sell ourselves short. All, the only people we are hurting directly is us. Now, yeah, in the long run, well, there's a lot of people that we could have been helping that we aren't. But man, we really do hurt, hurt ourselves. Don't sell yourself short. Don't think that you can't do it. You can. The only reason you can't do something like that is because you said you can't. That was one thing um, my dad, when I was younger, when well, all three of my two brothers, when we were all younger, um, we were never supposed to say the word can't when we were talking about, you know, trying to do something or whatever. And uh, I'll tell you, that affects your attitude, even as a young person, as a very young person. It really affects your attitude. Sometimes you kind of balk at it, like, well, I can't, but I can't do it. But when, when you know, Dad was consistent about that, and it changes your attitude. And when your attitude's different, you can accomplish way more than you think you can. 
I hope that that that's something that you can you can take to heart and and you can benefit from, and uh, that that your attitude will change because I know that you can do it. I really I know that you can. We all humans have amazing potential. Don't sell yourself short. And finally, I do want to say a little bit about the Kentuckian. Um, we're thinking about the new year and, and things that are coming. I'm not going to spend very much time on this, but we will be starting back with the regular videos after the first of the year. Um, I have mentioned this before on the podcast section. Um, I do take off. I'm going to take off about three weeks or so um, here at the end of the year and the start of the next. But we'll get back to it after the first of the year. I've said this before. I've said this in other episodes. I hope that I am communicating it effectively. I am very excited about where the Kentuckian is headed. I think we've got some good things ahead of us, folks. I really do. You all can make a big difference when you comment, when you like. And hold on, because I know some people want to jump away when I, when I start talking about the things that you can do. This isn't just a shameless plug. Um, I, I, do, I would appreciate it if you at least listen to this, you know. You can comment and like and subscribe and all that. And I, I would I, I would ask you to. It does make a huge difference. It, it really does help as we're trying to push forward and do good things with great things with the Kentuckian. We're trying to take this country back. And that does bring us to an important reminder. And, of course, you all help me do that when uh, when you help me out. And, and hopefully I'm helping you do the same. Um, but this important reminder, we do not need to forget the great task that lies ahead of us. The task of taking this country back. That's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to accomplish. And again, I don't know what victory looks like. I've said this before. Uh, I know we're going to achieve it one way or another. Um, but we can win against what's going on around us. We need to have an open mind to what the end result looks like. And I talked about that a little more in the last episode, if you'd like to check that out. Uh, but uh, we are taking this country back. And we need to remember that's a, that is a tall order, but it is achievable. I believe 100% that it is achievable. The Kentuckian is part of my way to do that. But it's only part. I'm not, I said this earlier, this is not the only thing I do. Uh, I think I said it this episode. Maybe it was the episode before. Um, and maybe, maybe the Kentuckian is part of your um, position your opportunity in taking this country back as well. I would presume it plays at least a small part if you're here listening to it, um, if you're listening to this episode. But if it can be, amazing. That's that's part of the reason that I do the Kentucky, and I want to help other people. And while it is a great and an even at times daunting task that we have ahead of us, we want to be realistic, but we don't want to be pessimistic. We want to be enthusiastic. We want to be optimistic, knowing that we can achieve victory, that we will achieve victory. We need to remember that even no matter how hard it seems, we are marching towards victory. It's a march. It's a long march. It's a hard march, but we are marching towards victory. As I said a moment ago, I can't tell you what victory is going to look like, and it's not going to be easy. I know that. It already hasn't been easy, but we are marching to victory. We are on the side of righteousness and truth, and as long as we stay on that side, and this is why... Our victory is assured. If we stay on that side, this is why I can be confident. This is why you can be confident that we will win because we are on the right side. Things may seem dark at times, and, and I understand that. Again, I, I want to be realistic, but I want to be hopeful because there is hope out there. We are going to win. You and me, we are going to win. We are going to take this country back. We are going to beat this evil off. It's not going to be easy, but we will fight them off. And it will be worth it. It will be in the long run. If we do what's right, 
And that's where you get back to the spiritual side. No matter what happens in this world, whatever victory looks like, it's going to be great. One way or another, it's going to be great. You can take that to the bank. Well, thank you once again for joining me on another episode of The Kentuckian. I hope that it has uh, been beneficial to you. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Uh, I certainly have enjoyed making it. Uh, it is not always easy. It's not always fun. Um, but overall, it is something that I enjoy very much. And I know I would love to help more and more people, everybody that I can, but it has helped some, and uh, that makes it worth it to me. If there's anything that you can do to help, it does make a big difference. Um, we have merchandise if you'd like to get some of that. And, uh, of course, like I said, I'll be taking a break here. We'll be starting back in a few weeks um, with the third year, basically, of the Kentuckian. We've got a lot of exciting things coming down the pike. I hope that you're excited. I hope that you're motivated. I hope that you share this with other people. We should have some special episodes or special live streams out as well during the, the holiday times that we're in right now. May have already been some done. Like I said, I am recording this early. Um, but remember what's really important in life. Remember that it will be worth it. And um, let's, be, let's be optimistic going into this new year. We've got a lot of good things going for us. Sure, there's bad. There's always bad. We've got a lot of good going for us, too. We've got a lot of things to look forward to. We've got a lot of progress to make. We've got a lot of progress that has been made. So I hope that you all have enjoyed this. Um, if you'd like to support me in a more personal way and get a, and some exclusive access to some uh, discounts and sneak peeks and other things like that, I'm hoping to expand that as I go along. But if you'd like access to some of that, um, my Patreon is available as well. You can help me out there. That will be linked in the description of this episode. And remember, friends, as long as you and I are doing what's right, we make a real difference in this old world. This has been Ryan Dalton of the Kentuckian, signing off.